Welcome to the Sailor Jimmy Podcast, your one-stop shop for raw takes on current events, sports, news, and everything in between. Inspiring people to chase their dreams, share their success stories, and find joy in life. Now, here's your captain at the helm, U.S. Navy veteran, Jimmy Rogers. Welcome back, everybody, to another season of the Sailor Jimmy podcast. I know we took a long break, but we're back in studio. Uh, we got some wonderful, wonderful guests lined up for you for the next four episodes. I want to start off the season by thanking our season sponsor, Captain Brad's Coastal Kitchen, right here in my hometown of Tomball, Texas. Uh, if you're here locally listening, head up 249 um, or go 249 south from Tomball, exit North Point, and right there on your right-hand side is Captain Brad's Coastal Kitchen. Uh, the owner, Brittany Applin, is going to be joining the show later today. It's just a wonderful restaurant. Good people, good staff. The food is uh, top-notch. Uh, everything you want seafood. Oysters, crab legs, uh, lobster, uh, different kinds of fishes. Um, just wonderful, wonderful food. Make sure you head over and follow them on Facebook and their socials. They do a lot of posting of different uh, specials they're running on the weekends. Uh the restaurant, just the atmosphere is a great place, very uh, friendly, uh, great place to take your spouse on a date night. So y'all go over and support uh, Captain Brad's Coastal Kitchen. We'll get more into that business later on today when Brittany joins the show. But uh, thank you. Thank you, Captain Brad's. I want to thank uh, also some other sponsors for the season, Roof Republic, uh, Texas Stage. Uh, Texas Stage does a lot of my concert production, great crew, um, Great equipment, just do a wonderful job, do a lot of concerts and uh, productions in Texas. And then uh, also Thai Hot Sauce is our product sponsor today. It's a little local uh, company that makes hot sauces. They can customize labels for the hot sauce. If you have a company or like for Boots for Troops, they put these uh, custom logos, labels on these miniature hot sauces and we send them in our care packages overseas. So thank you, Thai Hot Sauce. Y'all check them out. On Facebook as well, you can make they make good Bloody Marys. They're good. We all know hot sauce is good on anything, especially if you're in the military and you're deployed, and you're eating that chow hall or that uh <laughs> that ship food. You throw that Thai hot sauce on that stuff. That stuff's good. Anyways, thank you Thai hot sauce for your sponsorship as well. <clears throat> all right, so today we have a very very special guest on the show. First, uh, as you all know, uh, yesterday was nine eleven. Well, actually, when this show comes out, it'll be probably it'd been a week or so past since 9-11. And um, there's a, they call it the 9-11 anthem. There's a song called Have You Forgotten by an artist named Daryl Worley. We're going to have Daryl Worley join us here on the show uh, very shortly. But I want to tell you a little bit about him. Daryl Worley um, is an American country music singer and songwriter. Uh, Worley's six albums have produced 18 singles on the Billboard Hot country song charts, including three number ones, I Miss My Friend, Have You Forgotten, and Awful Beautiful Life, from 2002, 2003, and 2004, 2005, respectively. Have You Forgotten, which is the 9-11 anthem song, spent seven weeks at number one. Nine other singles have reached the top 40. Uh, Daryl's also a very uh, charitable person. He has his own foundation. Each year, he hosts a charity foundation event, which is called the Tennessee River Run. Proceeds benefit the Daryl Worry Foundation, a not-for-profit organization that provides funds to St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. Uh, his foundation also funded and helps maintain the Daryl Worry Daryl Worley 
Cancer Treatment Center in his hometown of Savannah, Tennessee, and helps area families in need through a grant process. So, just overall, a um, a patriot, um, uh, a proud American, somebody who is wants to use his success in his platform to uh, make the world a better place. So, it's my honor and my privilege to welcome to the show Daryl Worley. All right, Daryl, how are you today? Man, I'm doing good. How I've uh, already had. I'm doing well. Um, <laughs> My name is Jimmy Rogers. I'm the co-founder of Boots for Troops. Uh, you're coming to Magnolia, Texas, October 21st to play our annual largest fundraiser of the year. It's a concert that we put on in the front pasture of this um, huge horse, beautiful horse farm down here in Magnolia. The whole event is 100% of the money raised goes back to Boots for Troops. We just had an opportunity to kind of introduce you to our listeners and tell them a little bit about you and uh, <clears throat> your history and you're you're really you're really well known for the song um, "Have You Forgotten." Uh, that's kind of like the 9/11 anthem. Yesterday was 9/11, and I had an opportunity to read an article uh, on Fox News that you just revamped this song, and uh, I came out with a new version called "Have We Forgotten." Can you tell us a little bit about um, how that came about and what you're trying to accomplish with that? Well, we we had a I had a very close friend of mine. His name is uh, Noah Gordon. He came. And approached me about this idea. He said he woke up in the middle of the morning, like three o'clock in the morning, with this idea. And he felt like that we should uh, consider maybe doing a a different version, you know, just just uh, to update it because this is the twentieth anniversary of the song "Have You Forgotten." And uh, you know, we talked about nine twelve and how how unified the, the American people were on that day. Uh, was was the most unity I'd, in my lifetime that I've ever known in this nation. And uh, and there may have been other times like that, but I didn't know about it. And uh, my certainly my daughter now, she's 15, only 15 years old, so she's never seen, uh, you know, our country pulled together like that. But uh, horrible that it took that kind of event to bring that about. But um, 20 years later, man... <laughs> it's a disaster. I mean, there's never been as much division and bickering and, and I truly believe that, you know, that old, uh, saying that united we stand, um, and you know, the rest of it, I don't have to tell you that. So, sure. uh, the, 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 the proposal was that when and I, my, my original co-writer sit down and, and discuss this and, and see what we thought about maybe writing a version called, have we forgotten and write it about, this problem in our nation and and write it to promote unity and I, you know he said this this could possibly be the most righteous thing that you could ever do with that idea and uh you know i i i kind of had to agree with that and so I, I sat with my my buddy win and i said hey what if we do this and uh i said heck if it if it if it turns out terrible we'll throw it in the garbage can and we'll never tell anybody that we even did it and uh course it, well, it didn't turn the article that you <clears throat> in the article you read it said that you kind of hesitated at first that you weren't sure oh, absolutely. What to mess with because uh, that <laughs> song had meant so much to you and it's been, had been so successful you didn't know at first if that was the right thing to do but you did it it was my crown jewel you know you don't you know you, you don't uh, some things you just don't mess with and and songs are kind of like that but um I think it was just a conviction that came over us both. And we said, 
you know, do we really have a choice? Because if this helps our country, we both love this country and, and we love this nation and its people. And, um, but I got to be honest with you, man. It's, we have met with overwhelming indifference. People just, people want, I guess it seems to me that people want this drama and they want this controversy. It's the new, it's the new entertainment for people. You know, they walk around with that cell phone in their hand and they, they live for it. And uh, I, I really believe that that's probably part of the trap we've fallen into. Well, I think that um, part of the problem is uh, it's not about what's best for the country anymore. If you look at Congress and you look at whether you're a Democrat or Republic, they used to be able to compromise and meet in the middle. Sure. It seems now that it's all about winning. And no matter if it's good for the country or not, uh, if a Republican comes up with it, a Democrat's not going like, to want to be that's a part of it and vice versa. So that's right. Um, and, and another thing is our youth there. You know, when I grew up and coming up in, in school, we were taught to love our country. We were taught to uh, respect our country, respect our flag. Yeah. You were you were it was a privilege to be from America. I don't yes. think that we're teaching our youth anymore to love their country. So they're growing yeah. up in a you know, society where that's not important. So now we're maybe, you know, feeling the consequences of that a little bit. Yep. I agree. Um, but congrats, congrats on, on your courage to do that and, and touch that song and, uh, thank bring you. it back to the forefront. Uh, I mean, that song means a lot to a lot of people. So thank you for that. <clears throat> I want to talk to you a little bit about the military. I know that you, I read that you have <laughs> a lot of family that served. Um, what does our military men and women mean to Daryl Worley? And how do you feel about those who serve? You know, it's always like you just mentioned, it's always been huge in our family uh, to, uh, you know, <laughs> I can remember when we were kids, my grandfather would make us line up beside his chair and, and there was always this huge American flag hanging in the corner. And he'd, he'd say one at a time, we'd have to go over and stand in front of the flag and say the Pledge of Allegiance, you know, and, and we, I mean, and that was just kind of a, something that that happened so much that we didn't think anything about it, it was sick, second nature but we would have people come over to visit and they're like what <laughs> right, <laughs> you right. don't know the pledge of allegiance and uh and so uh we grew up that way and, and we had uh, almost almost everybody on both sides of my family served at one time or another and um uh, i thought i really had a handle on it and until i started traveling to the war zone and doing the entertainment for the troops and the things that all the different things that we did over the years, uh, you know, after those conflicts began. And I realized that I really, honestly, as a civilian, didn't have a clue. I mean, even though we sat around the table and heard all these stories and, you know, listen to these guys talk about situations that they would find themselves in. I'm telling you, when you go put your feet on the ground in that war zone and you know that anything could happen at any moment, it doesn't matter where you are. They say, you know, the bigger bases are safer. That's not true at all. We we've right. we have we left a we left Bagram one time and 15 minutes we we're in the air. We got a call from them. and They'd just been hit by a big rocket attack. So, I mean, it was less than a block from where we slept the night before. And so saying that, I'm, I just say that. I came home with a whole new understanding and, and uh, concept of what my family members mean to me and what all the people who serve in the United States military mean to me, because basically they've 
signed that line and agreed to give their life if that's what it takes to so that my life and my family's life can be the best that it can possibly be. That's like in the Bible when Jesus says, you know, there's no greater gift that you could give to a friend than to lay your life down. And, and that's the only example that we, of that, that we have in this day and time. And our, our troops are those people. And so, yeah, it's, I'm very passionate about it. Uh, I've gotten myself into some situations because I mean, when somebody has something negative to say about our military, I immediately think, don't, don't talk about my family. And I'm not just right. talking about my family members. I, now I, I think of all of those people as being my family. So that's, that's kind of my take on it. You, you hit two, you hit two, uh, two things I took from what you said. Number one is the, the Bible verse that you said, we have a framed photo of that Bible verse hanging in the bathroom at, uh, the boots for troops office here. So that's, I can I can respect that and um, I love that you said that and then also you talked about not truly understanding what it really means or what it's really like to be over there in the war zone unless you've put boots on the ground or been there and um, my grandfather was a marine I served in the navy and when I came home from leave one time he told me one thing I'll never forget that he told me was don't try to don't try to explain it to somebody who's never been there because they're just not going to under truly understand unless they've been there so um. That, those two things hit me when, when you said that. But uh, Man, I'll you for being you real quick. Um, because of what we're talking about, I was leaving. Uh, actually, it was it was Bagram. I was leaving Bagram Air Base uh, to go from there to K2, which is the end of the railroad there in Europe and uh, Uzbekistan. We were going there for Christmas Eve, and then we would fly home after that. And uh, right. the last flight of stairs that you go up before you hit the 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 pad where you walk out and get on the plane there's a huge wall in front of you at that uh, last landing and it's got a mural of our men on the battlefield and at the bottom you may have seen it uh, but at the bottom it says go home and live a life worthy of our sacrifices and dude that's life changing when you think about it when you think about what those men and women are willing to do for us and yourself thank you for your service uh and you think I should live my life, yeah, I think so. you know, and be the kind of man, the kind of father, the kind of husband, uh, the kind of citizen that is worthy of the things that they're doing. And that's that'd be a tall order. That'd be a tough job. So that's another thing that really struck me. And I've always kind of kept that in the back of my head since my first journey over there. For me, I, I, I think Incredible. if people thought about that on a daily basis and tried to be the kind of husbands fathers citizens basically uh and and you just kind of always kept that in the back of your head it'll change your life truly Sorry. change your life. just hearing you say that right now it cuts cuts deep man it's like i know so makes thank you, you makes for the your hair stand up yeah so i want to tell you a little bit more about what you're coming to do october 21st here in magnolia uh concert in the country it's our eighth annual this ideal started me and my father-in-law were at a local bar eight years ago i just got out of the navy and started the organization and we said, how we how can we raise money for this organization? What we do is we send care packages, custom care packages with new pairs of combat boots, uniform boots for soldiers, sailors, Marines, uh, servicemen and women all over the world. Um, we also fly E4 and below home to their hometowns for Christmas, Thanksgiving, emergency situations in a family. Uh, we sponsor round trip flights, no cost to the service member. 
Um, we do one service dog a year for a veteran. We fund the training, the uh, raising, the feeding, the housing of the dog until it's certified. Mm-hmm. Then we award it to a veteran uh, in need. And then we just recently started our military spouse scholarship program where we give away scholarships to military spouses who are serving on active duty with a spouse. So we're doing a lot of great things for military families. We're really excited for you to come down for this event, uh, especially what that song and what that means to our supporters, our donors, our community of people that love our veterans. We're really looking forward to it. But this event is our largest fundraiser of the year. Uh, it's <clears throat> it's a big, beautiful horse farm. When, it, when it's not a concert going on, you would never know you could turn it into a concert venue. But we literally bring in all the logistics, the stage, the production, the fencing, uh, tents, just it's pretty incredible. So um, 100% of the money that's raised goes back to the organization. And um, I hope that you'll give us a follow on Facebook so you can kind of see what we do. But you're coming to be a part of something very special for our community. What can our supporters, our donors, our attendees expect from you that night and the, the band? You know, when we when we do things like this event, it's a little different, honestly. Like, um, well, a great example is our show last night was here in Nashville, and it was a, it was a nine eleven memorial tribute kind of a thing. And uh, because of my history and and, and my uh, you know the way I grew up, I have just a ton of songs that uh, are sort of tailored for that kind of stuff. You know, I mean. There's a uh, POW 369. I just came back from a war. Uh, have you forgotten? Now have we forgotten? Uh, Awful beautiful life. There is, I, I mean, a ton of my hit songs uh, are, are aimed at at that um, that target. You know, it's yep. it's and so uh, we're super passionate about uh, doing any type of, of benefit like this. Um, what you can expect from us, number one, is is that we're a hundred percent. Uh, vested and 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 support what you're doing. I I love the, the idea uh, of these custom care packages. Uh, you know, we recently in the past three or four years started a veterans fund. I have a, a Daryl Worley Foundation, and our veterans fund is is not necessarily just for veterans. It's for active duty as well. But that's just what we call it. Right. And uh, man, in in a year and a half, we had $150,000 in there. That's how much money we raised. That's amazing. We raised a lot of money. It doesn't all go in the Veterans Fund. We, right. we do a big fight against cancer and other things. Uh, but we're going to come down there and, and, and bring some passion with us. We're going to bring a lot of hit songs. Uh, we'll play some new things you've never heard before. And I, I promise you we're not going to put anybody to sleep. <laughs> uh, we, we like to keep the tempo of the show up. You know, but we'll we'll have those moments where we dip down there and and grab a hold of the heartstrings. But uh, it's it's just a it's a great group of guys. Uh, you know, we we play together and we pray together, and it's uh, it, it we love these causes because it's something that we can really put our heart into. You know, and right. So so it'll be authentic and real, and and I think that you guys will be happy that you uh, let us come and be a part of it. Well, I, I think that you're going to really enjoy it yourself. The the crowd and the demographic is just the people that you want to play to. And these are all patriots. And we've got yeah. like 
2,500 or 3,000 of those small flags we're going to hand out whenever you get ready to sing that song. <laughs> and we have a flyover. We do a tribute to America. We bring some veterans up awesome. in the community and we honor them. So it's a really fun event. I hope you're looking forward to it. We're looking forward to having you. Yeah, so. we have a we have a pretty special thing that we do to include our heroes in, in the in the song, Have You Forgotten? So I won't, I won't give it away completely, okay. but it'll make, I'm telling you, it'll make the night. Awesome. Um, few more questions before we get you out of here. Uh, yeah. I'm a big believer in appreciating people that have helped us along our way and our successes in life. Uh, do you have somebody in your life that, or is there a name that comes to mind that has, that was a mentor or helped you get to where you are today from where you were starting your career as a musician, uh, somebody that played a big role in your success? Absolutely. I, uh, I had this gentleman, uh, he, he was very interested in science. And when I was graduating from college, we had to do this, uh, and we had to do this science fair where I, I presented some research results that I had been working on as a, uh, undergrad but it but it, but it was going to give me credit toward a master's or a phd and and uh, you know going on to graduate school and it was pretty interesting stuff uh and and he saw it on a a flyer so he came by the the college to check this out and we met and he was just a super nice guy and so i wound up getting to know him really well. And, and I, we wound up working together for a couple of years on a couple of different scientific projects that were really, really cool. And he, he found out that I was into music. Well, I had no idea. He used to road manage Charlie Rich and he was an incredible piano player and singer. And he, so he told me to bring my guitar to work one day. We were over in the lab, I'm playing and singing. And he goes, dude, those are amazing songs. And he wound up helping me get my first publishing deal. And, and he has been there for me all of these years. Anything I've ever needed. His name's Steve Bigby. He was also in the Navy, oh, and awesome. it's just uh, one of one of those people that, it, it, well, in my estimation, and people might argue with me and say that's that's crazy, but I just know that God put him in my life, and right. uh, just an incredible person. And uh, I always give him credit when someone asks me this question. You know, they'll they'll be like, "There's always somebody," right. and that's the truth. Uh, it wasn't about the money as much as just he believed in me. And, and uh, I mean, he would, you know, pay for some demos and things like that. And so uh, just a great mentor. And we still communicate a lot. He lives right down in Muscle Shoals, just, just below us. And uh, I still go down there a lot to write and record. So we see each other often. I love to hear those stories. I don't think people show enough appreciation to others who have helped them get Especially in our new generation, what I've noticed is that a lot of entitlement and you forget Oh yeah. that, you know, it's not to take away the work that we've all put in individually, but there's always those person people in our life that helped yep. us achieve and you gotta appreciate uh them. So very cool. Absolutely. <clears throat> um, are you a sports fan? I am. I was I, you know, my mother was a just a freakish athlete and so all of us boys played sports and we all played just about all the sports which uh she told us not to do <laughs> <laughs> she said pick the one you're the best at and you might make it make some money at it one day right. but uh we didn't listen so yeah i love sports what's your favorite sports team uh you know man i gotta tell you and this is kind of bittersweet i was a huge green bay packers fan i i uh i liked them since i was four years old 
but I haven't seen a, an NFL game since they started kneeling for the for the flag yeah. and stuff. I just said, well, you know, I'll I'll get my football fixed somewhere else. Um, and so I'm I'm pretty big into the whole mixed martial arts thing too. I, I love boxing and and MMA. Um, and I've, I've gotten to know a bunch of the guys that I really like a lot and they're just great people too, sure. man. I like, I do this. love that about the UFC is they like Dana White's not afraid to say how much he, what he cares and what he thinks, you know? So, yeah, uh, I, I, uh, two or three guys, uh, Matt Hughes, uh, uh, Chad Mendez, uh, I, I just, I know several, uh, mm -hmm. Chuck, I know several of them and, and they're all, um, the ones that I know are just great guys. Yeah. And so that's been a, a cool experience. Well, if you don't watch NFL, just so you know, last night uh, Aaron Rodgers is out for the season. He got hurt on the first series with the Jets, so he's out for the year. <laughs> he may be done for his career now because they're saying he, he tore his uh, Achilles tendon, I believe. So that's it's a pretty lengthy recovery. <laughs> and and so he's out. That's he's out. Yeah. Yeah, he won't. Now he won't be able to come back from that this year. No, sure. and he's thirty-eight, so they're saying it may be the end of his career. Who knows? But uh, instead of the saying the J E T S Jets, now they're saying D E A D Dead Dead Dead. <laughs> 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 season over on the first drive of the game of this of the NFL season. But uh, I'm sure if you are a Packers fan, you you were probably an Aaron Rodgers fan, and uh, just thought I'd throw that in there and let you know. <clears throat> All right, we're gonna wrap he's this. Been Go ahead. The last few, he's been a bit different the last few years. I, I, I think he might have went through a crisis or something. Yeah, he's uh he's a character, man. I tell you, they have him on the uh, <laughs> yeah. HBO Hard Knocks, and it's he's definitely a, a different kind of guy. But <clears throat> yeah, good luck to him in his recovery. Yes, absolutely. All right, so we're gonna get you out here with just a little bit of fun, real quick. These, we're just looking for one one word answers and keep a couple fun questions for our listeners. So. um what is your favorite kind of food? Steak. Do you prefer summer or winter? I'm a winter guy. I am too. <laughs> um, <laughs> what is your favorite sport? Football. Best venue you've ever played at? Uh, maybe the ski resort in Vail, Colorado. I always wonder if people are going to say the Red Rocks. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, that's, you know, that's another one. I didn't think yeah. of that. <laughs> yeah. Get that one a that's lot. That's gorgeous. Um, if you could be any superhero, what superhero would you be? Superman. Superman. All right. Yeah. I think I'd be Batman, but Superman's cool. <laughs> Captain America. <laughs> there you go. Um all right, and the last one is I'm always this is always my favorite one. If you could cure any one any one problem in the entire world, what problem would you cure or what would you fix? Cancer. Cancer. You said yes. that real quickly. Yeah. I know you do some stuff for cancer and uh I read that you I don't know if it's the Saint is it children's cancer or your foundation gets back to Saint Jude's. We do we do a lot uh with and for Saint Jude, but but cancer in general, like in my hometown I'm I'm I uh I helped get the Daryl Worley Cancer Treatment Center built there. That's right. Uh, That's right. And I mean, my family's been devastated. It most recently took my mom, so I hate cancer. Yeah. That's a top three answer. <clears throat> All 
All right, Daryl. Well, I hope you're fired up, man, about coming to Magnolia, Texas, October 21st. We're fired up to have you. Everybody's talking about it around here. Everybody's looking forward to it. So uh, we're going to treat you guys with a, some great hospitality. We're looking forward to meeting awesome. you in person and raising some money for our troops. Um, and I guess I'll see you and shake your hand when you get here. All right, brother. Keep up the good work. Thank you, man. Thanks for taking the time today. Absolutely. All right. See you soon. See you, buddy. All right, so we'll jump back in. Um, I talked about a little bit earlier about Captain Brad's Coastal Kitchen here in my hometown of Tomball, Texas. Um, Brittany Applin, the owner, is getting ready to join us on the show. Um, I talked about her restaurant and how amazing the staff is, the culture, uh, the food, everything's great. And I'm very grateful that she's also our sponsor for this season, our title sponsor. So we're going to have her here on the show. We're going to welcome her in. Let her tell us a little bit about Captain Brad's, and then we're going to have some fun with her as well. So welcome to the show, Brittany. Thank you. Thank you. Good to see you guys. <clears throat> um, I want to break the ice a little bit, so I always start off with this kind of fun game. Okay. I'm looking oh. for one word, one word responses. Oh, hell. Okay. okay. <laughs> Don't be afraid to say how you feel. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Um, we know you like rap music, oh. so Biggie or Tupac? <laughs> uh, I'm going Tupac. Tupac. But I don't really know him that well, but I'm going to go Tupac. Yeah, um, I don't think any of us know him that well. Well, I don't, <laughs> yeah. We don't <laughs> hang out anymore, no, but don't I don't hang really out know anymore. his songs, only what's popular. Yeah. How many times did y'all hang out? <laughs> oh, a couple. <laughs> I did, where they say he's at? The Dominican Republic. I just right. go out there and song. Favorite tequila? I, you know what? I don't want to be that basic girl and everyone's branching off, but I'm a Patron girl. Always. Um, and I don't want to be oh. that girl, but I'm that girl. Yeah. yeah. I feel like. Are you not? No. Ah. I feel like uh, people that say like they don't like Patron are just trying to be cool. I well maybe you know? yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, oh. I just don't I like can call the out a couple. Of it. You don't have Patron compared to others. Yeah. See, I don't like Don Julio. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like you're. Oh, don't say that because I'm a sponsor. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good. You can just say kidding. that. Okay. Don Julio's not a sponsor. I mean, on mine they are. Oh, uh, okay. they are. Oh, sorry oops. about that. Okay. Well, just we love Don Julio. We love Don Julio. It's great. I actually really do love Don Julio. Like it goes when we go out. I drink Don Julio. It sells. It's popular for sure. I do want, would be curious to see if you put a Don Julio shot and a Patron shot and didn't tell somebody what it was and they took it, if they knew which one it would be. It would be. I could. You do? I could, yeah. Okay. I feel like I could too. I feel but... like Don Julio bites back. Okay. We'll try that one day at Brad's. <laughs> Let's go. See, I feel okay. like that about uh, Patron. You feel so like it bites back? We, we need yeah. to try that. Okay. We need to test that out. Like, like, the, uh, like what they're doing on TikTok where it's in a box and yeah. then you can't just Blind. sip it you got to pick? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you remember the old Coke Pepsi challenge? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. What is your favorite vacation spot? Um, Destin, for sure. Again, I'm like, I don't want to be basic, but Destin, <laughs> without a doubt. I'll go there like two or three times a year. Interesting. Yeah. Um... Did O.J. Simpson commit murder? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you know? I mean, I'm going to no. say no. Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. Who else did it? Right. Nobody else did it. All right. I think he did it, too. Me, too. Um, but who are we to cast a stone? Right, right, right. Who We'll never truly know, but, you know, if I had to guess. What is your, if, you're, if you were on death row, what would your last meal be? A pistol at 2.0 from Brad's. <laughs> yeah. Good one. Yeah. That's so weird, like... My last meal would be nothing. Like For I, don't, real? I wouldn't want to eat. I would be. I wouldn't have an appetite. I'm about to die. Oh, like, maybe. It's I not like, like, oh my god, I'm gonna enjoy this fillet or. Yeah, that's true. But for me, it's kind of different because I feel like you know when people think about like their home 
their home meal or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like my home meals are always the restaurant because yeah. we ate at the restaurant. Yeah. Like it right. wasn't yeah. meatloaf at the house. It was shrimp at the restaurant. So right. I just never understood that, like, why people thought the last, like, like, give me, they, like, gorge themselves. Like, like, give me my last yeah. meal, like, 30 days before I die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I can choose anything I want to eat for the day or a night. Yeah. Like, Daddy Mike's chili or my yeah. mom's chicken spaghetti or, like, something like that. That, like, brings them to their childhood. Yeah. I'm like, no, nah, that pistolette takes me to mine. I'm getting, yeah. I'm getting crab legs from Captain Brad. There you go. Uh, you know, shrimp. <laughs> <Don Julio. laughs> All right. Do you believe in aliens? Oh, you don't want to get me on that right now. You can just say yes or no. Uh, there's something. Something. I, I go deep in the rabbit hole, man. But there's something for sure. Okay. Maybe we'll jump. We'll talk more that about that. That theory later. goes deep. Yeah. All right. And this next question is the last one, but it's not a trick question. Okay. All right. Who's your favorite employee? <laughs> my sister. But that doesn't count because that's family. <laughs> I, now you can't put me on that. No, actually, I, I got to go with my sister because after her. Mm -mm. Yeah. They'll all riot. We got to hang out yeah, later. Right. I can't get them all mad at each other. It was all Mar of them. It was Marshall until he bitched out today. <laughs> <laughs> He's shy. I'm like, whenever, whenever he starts talking, I'm yeah. like, hey, be shy. Like, I don't want to hear it. Be shy. I'm like, dude, you're a bartender. How are you shy? I know. I know. Like, Actually, you, I, have, I have one more question to add uh, to allude to a friend of ours. Do okay. you think the earth is round or flat? I'm kind of go back and forth. So a year ago, I would definitely say flat, but now I don't know. Now I don't know. No, it's definitely around, y'all. I don't know. Yeah, I was like, I was a half of a flat earther last year, but this year, I, I don't know. Flat. For like a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. TikTok got you for a second. Something like that. Yeah. Something, I was thinking like a snow globe, right? Yeah. Like that's what I was thinking. I was like, maybe it is like a snow globe, but now I don't know. Are you a conspiracy theorist person? Yeah, but I yeah. feel like that's kind of a derogatory thing yeah. because it, they're not, and I'm, but I feel like there's so many that are coming to light. Yeah. And people are on board now. Yeah. I, that's what it's kind of, um, a sigh of relief to know that like now you're not one of 10. Right. I hear I'm talking at the restaurant and I'm like, oh yeah. wait, like yeah. people you would never think are conspiracy theorists or whatever. When they start talking those theories, I'm like, oh dang, you're in it, you're too? It's just hard though, cause you really have to do like your research on it because anybody can come up with anything. That's true. Like, and and a lot of people are quick to buy something. Yeah. Well nowadays too, like everything on social stuff like People can like edit stuff in and make stuff that look CGI weird. stuff. Yeah, like AI. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. That, well, it's in just like superimposing things, like just making it look like some aliens chilling over. Like I don't know. Yeah. Just, I don't know. Or just I do think that there's something like you said. There's something. I think. Oh, I without know. a doubt. UFOs. And, or sound convincing enough to make you believe it. There's but then something. again, I'm like, if they were here yes. coming here, like, why aren't they like? They get here, then they're just they're just quiet, or they're spying, or what are they doing? Uh, uh, <laughs> John's like million year plan, <laughs> yeah, takeover. Yeah. Know. All right, let's get into the serious stuff. Okay. Um, so you're the owner of Captain Brad's, and uh, I know before Brad's, you were a part of another restaurant, um, and your father passed. What year did he pass? Twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen, mm -hmm. and then you were in. When did Brad's open? Uh, 2019. 2019. Yep. So your dad kind of inspired you to open Captain Brad's. 100%. And uh, what was, tell us, give us as much as you want, as raw as you want. Uh, tell us a little bit of the story about how Brad's came about and like your your influence behind it, your father. And this is this amazing restaurant that you own. All right. I'll make it short and sweet. <laughs> but, um, so, yeah, I had, well, I was like a manager when I was a young 20s and I was a GM with my dad and I was district of his three restaurants out here. And then um, he passed and um, 
I feel like the shortest way to say it is like the Cinderella story, like the evil stepmom came in and took everything and whatever. So that's <laughs> kind of what happened. But um, so whenever I left there, um, that's all I know is the restaurant industry. Right. So I was like, what you thought I was going to go sell lotion? Like all I know is the restaurant I was raised in it. So um, yeah. It, and you know what's so crazy? I think I was in such survival mode that I didn't really nothing was really registering. Like I remember when I was signing the lease and it said North Point and then my brain was like, oh my goodness, I'm at the front of the neighborhood I live in for four years. But I had not even right. registered that yet right. because you know those yeah. those times in your life when you're just like in Things survival so mode. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing, trying to just like white knuckle clinging for life. And um, yeah, so but whenever I opened, um, I had like 27 veteran team members with me and yeah. my dad's longest running chef of like 14 years he opened my kitchen and runs my kitchen and awesome. yeah so i was in good hands his oyster guys there a lot of us have been working together 10 or 15 years so it's kind of like we were in a new building but we had all worked together a lot of us had worked together for 10 years continued your family in a better environment a hundred percent and like and it look looking back once you get out of it you're like ah that's exactly what's, yeah. what was supposed to yeah. happen but during it you're just like questioning yourself yeah. Well, I always find stories like yours, though, like inspiring because it's very easy to, and I don't know all the details, mm -hmm. none of my business, but it's easy to fold in those moments and kind of just oh. give up because oh, yeah. like you just feel like you can't see the 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 lighting in the tunnel. Yeah. But, you know, all of us who have overcome so, those situations, because I have some of those situations in my life when I was younger, mm -hmm. once you do it once, then you realize that no matter what you go through, like you can, uh, yeah. you can find a way and, 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 and nothing's impossible, right? So... And I always you know love hearing stories like yours. And you know, I don't know if you've seen like the 50 Cent interview where he's like, I didn't have the, like the luxury of like sitting down and being depressed. Like I didn't have that luxury. Yeah. Like I got kids I got to pay tuition for. All I know right. is a restaurant industry. Like right. what do I do? But um, yeah, and I feel like even before then when my dad had passed, I went right back to work and you know, people were like, why are you here? And right. I'm like, what do you want me to do? Like sit in the closet yeah, and cry? Like let's figure yeah. out what's next. So yeah. I think it was kind of just like warrior princess for a minute like man i gotta get something going that's easy to do though like i'm just saying like that's inspiring thank you so it's traumatic congrats on <laughs> yeah. your your restaurant is very loved in this community we not love just this community not just by Lindsay and i but people we talk to and uh our our network of people our friends everybody loves brad so it's congrats a, on a I appreciate an, an amazing place I truly love, yeah i love this community too it's different <clears throat> love it um my next question has to do with Marshall. He's not here. I can still ask it. I'm putting him on blast. <laughs> Run whatever question you want. No, okay, no, no but seriously, because I do know that you and Marshall are good friends, yeah. and I think it's always important to have somebody in your life like that that you can bounce off and yep. can you know make you laugh when you need to laugh. And yeah. talk to me about your friendship just briefly with Marshall, even though he's not here, um, yeah. and what that means to you and having somebody like that. Man. Um, yeah, I give him hell sometimes or, or all the time. But no, yeah, honestly, that my best friend in the whole wide world. And um, even like a, I post stuff about like how the restaurant, like when I got fired, not just him, about six people walked out the door with me, you know, yeah. that night. And then like, I don't know how many quit after that. But um, even the, the restaurant, that's he's always just had my back like he's in it, whatever. But on the personal side, which like, man, you don't like we all have our flaws, but you don't right. find somebody that's just as loyal as him. Like, I mean, been in situations that I've, and he's just rocking, yeah. you know what I mean? Like he's definitely, we we both give each other hell. I do it on the internet and he does it in person. So it looks like I'm always doing it. Like, oh, <laughs> you, like you look like the bully, yeah. but it's just, like, like, no. you back a little bit. Yes, he's cutthroat, but no, like honestly, the best person yeah. I know. He's just, he's in with his friends and you yeah. can't convince him otherwise. 
So, yeah. yeah. He's always it. taking care of everybody. Every time every, we come in. Everyone. Every single time coming up to the us. Grandmas, hey, the grandmas, the kids. Shot, like, yeah. And that's genuine. Like, yeah. he, he doesn't have that, um, you know, some of the, some servers or whatever, if you're at work, you have, like, your work persona. Yeah. He yeah. doesn't have the ability yeah. to do that. Like, that's him. That's yeah. genuine Marshall. Like, yeah, I can't say enough good things about him i'm gonna ream him all night long i was gonna say we're being real nice yeah. about him but he's, he's gonna get it is he yeah. working tonight is he working tonight yeah he's working tonight <laughs> yes Perfect. he's working tonight. i'm gonna go sit up the bar and, <laughs> and order me a margarine and just call be him like baby what happened bro yeah. yeah and then i'm gonna tell him when he starts talking too much be shy like i don't want to hear it be shy <laughs> uh, we love you marshall man yes 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 like, he knows he knows that he's our favorite i love the banter that i see on on facebook and stuff with <laughs> when you pick on him and stuff because i know it's all in good oh i'm like i can say it but then when <laughs> yeah. sometimes when people say something on the comment i'm like i'm deleting like, that like yeah. i can back on marshall yeah. y'all can't can. exactly yeah. Yeah. exactly yeah <clears throat> um all right Lindsay. i know you have a few questions go oh go uh kind of alluding to the first question if you weren't in the restaurant business what else would you do? Have you ever thought about uh, that? Yeah, but whenever I was in school, I didn't want anything to do with the restaurant industry. Yeah. I wanted to be a, like an attorney. That's all. I want to be attorney, attorney, attorney. I like to argue. You, <laughs> you want to pay me attorney. to argue? Sign me Dude, up. My mom attorney. told me that too. She's yeah. like, you need to go to law school because you yes. like to argue and you're yeah. good at it. I remember, like, yeah, I remember a coach when I was like in elementary. <laughs> I was like, you need to be a judge because like, I guess yeah. I'm just like, I don't know. But um, yeah, so I was going to go to college to I guess probably just basics but that yeah. was my plan was attorney and then I was like I don't want to leave my dad and the restaurant so I'm like yeah. I'm just gonna stay here and drop out a loan start yeah. <laughs> I think every I did. That too. <laughs> yeah. a lot of us did a lot of people may not know that I was a bartender and server oh, really? for years I can see that one time I was I like 18 till I left the Navy at 22 you know I got out of high school and everybody you know go to the service industry make some cash money uh-huh but then I realized that I needed to, I, I just, I didn't knew, I knew I didn't want to be in the restaurant industry my entire yeah. life. It just wasn't for me. Right, right, right. Um, so, but I do think that everybody young should be a server or a bartender for a week or for yeah. six months to, because developing like your social skills yes. and then learning Reading to deal with people. Reading different personalities, yep. And yep. then actually learning work ethic, like, because. Yep. Time management. I think so too. I think that's what pulled me out of my shell because yeah. like, believe it or not, like when I was like a teenager, I was kind of shy. And then my dad, I'm 13, and my dad's like, hey, you're serving tables. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. So I can't, I don't have the option to be shy anymore. But I, I think so too. And I think the industry is hard because you either love it or you don't. And it's mm. not glamorous. A lot of right. people think it's like glamorous to be in the restaurant industry. No, yeah. it's not. Yeah. It's It can be hell, you yeah. know? Yeah. But um, I think it can suck you in and spit you out because even these bartenders, they can make six figures a oh, year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they make their own schedule. And it's really, you're kind of hanging out with your friends and then you leave with a wad of money after you clean the sink, yeah. you know? You see a lot of people, like I've talked to a lot of people, like I'm, when I have a position open up my office and mm -hmm. I'm like, hey, I have an office position. You can work nine to five, but I can't compete with the money you they're can't. making. You That's know, why they don't leave. Yeah. And they're like, well, I can't leave making 80 grand uh -huh. to come make 60 grand. Yep, yep, yep. Even though I'm getting, you're getting, a, you know, weekends off and yep. day job. They just, they, you can't compete with them. And there's money in it. Uh, yeah, you but can. But Lindsay, I think that you should go work at Brad's for a week Let's or two. Let's go, girl. And uh, bartend or serve hey, tables. For Marshall. <laughs> oh, hey, there you go. Hey, Marshall, uh, by the way, you've been replaced. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like, it. remember when back in the day, like, it, I don't know, like three years ago, something was doing like guest uh, bartenders yeah, or something. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. That's the customer service. You yeah. just teach me the industry. So I that's did have an idea. Actually, maybe don't let me do that. I might get addicted to the money and not <laughs> come out. Oh, that's yeah. true. That's true. Get your own right hand. We, man, we, we wouldn't know what to do without you. Um, seriously, because I don't like to do the care package thing. 
Probably a lot of stuff you don't yeah, know how to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'll <laughs> Can't be in there. Everything, I'll be in there like, okay, you somebody know where, help me. Where the, where so don't go work at Catherine Brad's, please. <laughs> okay. um, don't make her mad. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, right? Don't piss me off. You know what? They're all ladies over there. They team up on me, man. I need another man in the office. Right, right, right. Not today. Me and Marshall can trade. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, yeah. Good luck. Marshall can wear a suit and tie to work. Yeah. No, but... uh. What would be cool though, and I talked to Leslie about this, Leslie who owns Leslie Sports Bar, mm -hmm. is to do, so I've always thought like do a celebrity bartending night. Yeah. And like if I went and bartended, I would donate all my yeah. tips back to the organization. Somebody was doing that a few years ago because yeah. I remember one of our regulars did it at one of the wine bars in Cyprus. Yeah. yeah. And, then and then everybody they comes in and drinks and eats. And, and you then... pick where you want to donate. Well, yeah. you would be your own, but right. if you don't have one, you pick where it donates back to. Yeah. It is a cool concept for yeah. sure. Sean Pendergast from Sofrio 610 just did that. No, and these alarms cool. going off on her phone in the middle of the show. So <laughs> clearly she doesn't do this very often. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm picking on it's you. your first time. <laughs> um, but yeah, just I think everybody should be a, a, a bartender or server. Learn yeah. some life skills. Teach you, yeah. teach you some real shit. Yeah. What's the best advice your father Brad ever gave you? Oh, man. I feel like there's a lot. Well, I think with the restaurant, I think about... I think about two things that I know, like, I, I mean, how many, I could probably say a hundred things he taught me in the restaurant, but I know for one, he would never refer to the people that come in, he, like customer, like you yes. can't say customer. He's like a guest. And that, I mean, that was like when I was like 11, I would hear him call Like if one of the servers said customer, he's like, don't yeah. use that word. They're not customers, they're guests. And you treat them like they're your, their family when they walk in the door and when they leave, you appreciate them. So I remember him always doing that. And the other thing was, I remember someone was like, your employees and my dad was like uh-uh he's like they're not my like they're not my employees like yeah. they're the, they're my team like right. we're together or whatever so i think that's those are probably the main two because i mean what are you without the people you can have a beautiful sure. store but if you don't have the people the staff and the and the guests coming in i mean you got a beautiful store For and that's sure. it so i think definitely like the people Lindsay, you may have heard me say that before like with uh our concert goers i've again i learned it in oh, the yeah. i learned it in the restaurant industry as a server because mm -hmm. when i worked at perry steakhouse they taught us the same thing that yeah. It's guests, not customer. Yep. Yeah. So That's now a bad I still word. say like when I talk, when I refer to ticket buyers or whatever, yeah. I refer to them as guests. I love it. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's just a sign of respect. Yeah, you know what I mean? Is. Yeah. Absolutely. And those are the people that keep your business going. And, Dude, you're nothing. You know. Yeah. Without that, who cares? Yeah. Every yeah. person plays a part. Yeah. No matter what they do. So. Well, and especially if it's, I think I always joke about it, but it's like it's one thing if if you sell insurance, right? You can sit in your corner office and sell insurance, and you don't really have to rely on right. anybody. But when you're in any kind of business where you have to rely on a team. Man, your team will make or break you. Absolutely. And that's where I'm blessed because my team's coming to handle work, you know? Yeah. But yeah, they'll make or break you. You can't do it all by yourself. And it's the same thing at Boots for Troops. Like our committee, we have a group of, what, 25, 30 people. These are volunteers. They have no monetary gain in yeah. it. Um, and they come and they, they come to meetings monthly. They help uh, execute all of our big fundraisers, and they're all in it just for they're the dedicated of their and heart. tuned in. Yeah, yeah, and like we would not be able to do what we yep. do without them. Like, yep, yep, yep. If it was just me, her, and two other people out there trying to do a whole concert or yep. gala, yep. it would never, it wouldn't work. Yep. Like we have to have these people, and you're right, man, team. Yep. And, and it's crazy there. too because a lot of times, if you don't know that, mm -hmm. if you're not it's some in some kind of business where you know that, it's kind of like you know, 
the one at the top kind of gets the glory you know mm -hmm. what i mean like the mm -hmm. glory the recognition and i'm like i tell people i'm like you're are you the owner i'm like i don't know like today i might be the bus girl i don't yeah. I work for my sister in francisco yeah bull but yeah it's like but you know a lot of people don't see all that behind the scenes of like the people with their yeah. feet on but the ground but are you willing to get out there and oh, yeah. bus stuff are you willing yeah. to get out there and move barricades or or they're not going to respect you you can yeah. tell but yeah. the leader will get in there and just do that or yeah. you're not going to have solid people behind you because yeah. i can't root for somebody i don't respect and you, you know do that i see that when you're oh, there yeah, you're back there barton and you're busting tables yeah. And that's why it's important, like like you just said, we get out there and we build yeah. fences and mm -hmm. we do those things. That's what leadership 100%. is. But um, shout out to all of our people out there. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> like being for real. Right? Like. Um, Lindsay, do you do you want to ask something? What's your pet peeve? The rush? Like know. yeah, pet peeve. I don't know. Like with people or the restaurant or. Mm -hmm. Do you have a pet peeve? I don't feel like I do. Like I. Traffic. I'm thinking what my pet peeve. No. I don't feel like I have a pet peeve. I think laziness. Well, I can be lazy. I don't get mad at laziness if they're not reaping rewards. But yeah, like if you're just true. living the life and you're lazy, that's gonna yeah. kind of tick me off a little yeah. bit. But yeah, um, that's but that's not my battle. But, but I mean, I might side eye you a little bit. But you know, <laughs> I feel like I don't feel like I really show the camera yourself. <laughs> yeah, right now. <laughs> make sure in case you do the matter. Right, it looks right, like. right. No, I don't. Know that I have a pet peeve. What's your pet peeve, Lindsay? I don't know. It's a good question. You don't. You probably <laughs> ask that if you don't have one. Um, Y'all just afraid. Be to careful say it. with that. No, I can't. <laughs> like, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> no, I really. I can't think of what. It would be. Tell us about a time that we know. Let's go back to Marshall for just a second. Okay. <laughs> Tell us about a time that he was really drunk and you had to take care of him. Oh, <laughs> uh, hey, I'm glad you're asking me that, not him that. I, you know what? It's not. I don't have to. Marshall can normally hang. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like. I, I was telling him the other day. I was like, man, it's only in all of our years of partying way more than anybody should. It's only been a couple times. I will say, um, it was like National Tequila Night. I don't know, probably like six years ago, and uh, it was there was like three of us and. Um, he went and the bar was about to close, so he ordered uh, two rounds each. So there were six shots of uh, Patron, I'm sure, at, the, at that time. So he walks up to the table, and me and the other person were like, no, 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 no. We're like, we're out. We're not drinking anymore. And he just looks at us and takes all no. six. No. Yeah. So then I had to go pick him up the next day. He was sleeping on the floor. Ice truck. That's funny. Yeah. That's, but that's well, why he really can hang. He probably has way more. He has way more stories about me, but so I'm glad he's not here. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> they don't count if he's not here. That's funny, though. Yeah. All right, we got one more, I think, here. Okay. Um, you're very supportive of the community, and you, I've heard you preach all the time about we can all win together. Mm -hmm. um, where where did that mindset come from? You know what? My, my dad, again, yeah. like even I remember even as a teenager, like if a new business opened, mm -hmm. my dad would run over and support that new business. And that was before, right. like, you know, there was any like support local, and there was nothing like that. It was just right. he always, and I think now looking back, it's like, you know, he had the fear when he opened a new business we weren't from here we were we were from like rockport corpus area so he came in as the new guy on the block and i think it's very humbling and he sure. was very supported and loved as he should have been but yeah i think that was just 
as, we didn't go to chains even like as a kid like we did not support the chains right. that's how i was that sounds terrible but yeah. If there was a mom and pop next door, we went to the mom and pop. And we went to that yeah. same mom and pop all the time. Yeah. And that, my dad just chose to spend his money with small businesses. So I think that's how I've always. And you're up. really strong about that now. 100%. Like you're always like uh, eating at other people's, yeah. like your friends' I'm like, keep the money right here or, in the community. Yeah. Like, why are we shipping it sure. off to someone else? Support we should do that in all the industries, you. too. Every industry, yeah. yeah, 100%. <clears throat> And we're all we're very tuned in too. Like if we find a place that we like, like we're we're gonna support everyone. But like yeah. if some if you find somewhere that supports you and has like the same values, Certainly. I'm coming to get. I'll see you tomorrow. You exactly. know. Yeah. We could eat cabin brats every day. Yeah. yeah. Seriously, because it's there's so many things on the menu. So that what are you gonna order at Captain Brad's if you go eat there tonight? <laughs> I want to try something new because I always go to like my. You Dungeons crab, don't crab, you? Yeah. or crab awesome. legs or oysters or the jimbo shrimp or yeah. I mean there's just so many good things so like you Sometimes can't I'm have like, all of it the jimbo once. shrimp yeah jimbo. literally yeah everyone's like is this a misprint I'm like no it's that was my regular name oh was really kid. my stepdad called me jimbo oh sweet I called yeah. one of our regulars that yeah, yeah 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 and he came up with it so I'm like alright I'll put it on the menu there you go yeah. yeah I think if I go I'm gonna get um that what's the chicken dish called the land lovers. The land lovers yeah. chicken. Yeah. Yeah. We, I mean, even our burgers are good. Our steak, they've been killing Oh, the surf and turf burger? Lately, yeah. The surf and turf burger? Yep. Incredible. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for taking the time today. Appreciate you guys. Uh, Lindsay, any more questions for Brittany before you let her off the hook here? No questions, but thank I'll you, you for being <laughs> the amazing person that you are. Thank you. I appreciate you. For supporting you everybody you do and just for always being real. Um, and vice versa, really, girl. Yeah. Since the day one, I appreciate yeah. you guys very, very much. A lot of respect for you for that. And same. I feel the same way about you. Oh, wait, wait, wait. One more. One more. I have one more thing. Because, um, can I get you to promise me today that you will be in the pit October 21st at Concert in the Country? <laughs> yeah. What's the pit, though? Like in Is front it going to be sweaty? So, um, no. Well, no, we're going to have great weather. weather. We're putting it out there. Oh, right oh, now. Okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. So, every year, Lindsay and I are running around doing the event, and then when the headliner goes on, it's kind of like the last okay. 90 minutes of the event. Right. And we kind of just drop everything at that and point. Enjoy it at that moment. Yeah, and we go to the pit and we hang out with the people that came. It's oh, usually sweet. like a lot of our friends yeah, and yeah, the clients. Yeah. And, yeah. and we just All have right, a, we spend that time having a drink and just enjoying the show and laughing and it's a special moment. So enjoying you, the fruits of your labor. Yeah. If you're yeah. able to be there, yeah, we, yeah. we want you to join us. In Absolutely. The pit. I appreciate you guys. Um, I'll be there with bells on. Okay. Um, <laughs> I appreciate you guys. So that's it. Thank you, Brittany, for joining us okay. today. Y'all go check out Captain Brad's if you have not. You're truly, truly missing out. It's a wonderful place and uh, Brittany loves this community, so go support her. Also, real quick, I want to mention uh, Texas Stage, who does all of our concert production, stage, lighting, sound, audio. Um, they're another sponsor of the show. And then also Chantel Moya over at Roof Republic. Women-owned, another woman-owned business. <laughs> roofing business, and she does. She kills it. She is very passionate about uh, what she does in, in the roofing industry. So check her out on Facebook, Roof Republic, LLC. And then today, our product sponsor, Thai Hot Sauce, um, it's a little hot, local hot sauce company called Thai Hot Sauce. Uh, it's great in Bloody Marys. Um, good on your meal prep, too. Yeah, it's good. And then also, mm -hmm. like I said earlier in the show, we're sending all these Thai hot sauce uh, little bottles in our care packages over to the troops. And you know when you're deployed, man. Like some of that food in the chow hall and the ships is not that good. Throw this Thai hot sauce all over it and make it taste good. So, anyways, check them out as well. Thank you guys for joining us today. Um, and we'll see you next time on the Sailor Jimmy Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Sailor Jimmy podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform so you never miss an episode. For more information or to connect with Jimmy, 
Check us out on the web at SailorJimmy.com, on Facebook at Facebook.com slash SailorJimmyTX, on Instagram at SailorJimmyTX, and on TikTok at SailorJimmy. We'll see you next time.